Welcome to Pursuing the Rock Podcast, a podcast of Rootville Road Baptist Church. Here we talk all things life, scripture, and ministry. I'm Andrew, the student pastor. I'm Gary, the college pastor. And I'm Jason, the churchman. I'm Wyatt. Oh, <laughs> whoa. Wow. What is this? Wyatt Earp. Is there somebody there? He's really enthusiastic about being here. He's well, like, um, we um, just recorded Wyatt. a video for The Rock, and he wasn't very loud hey, there. let me just throw this out here. I forgot to say this pre-recording. Remember, you are recording. I want recording. you to know the most listened to episode we ever had was with Ty. Was with Ty? So, of course no it was pressure. With Ty. I, I won't try and take his crown. I'll, Do you I'll think it'll Ty just happen on accident? It'll just happen. <laughs> Do you think okay. you're more popular than Ty? Uh, I doubt it. I go to Carrollton, and apparently that's Oh, you're a Carrollton kid. Awful. I did not know that about yeah, you. Yeah, I'm a Carrollton kid. Well, look, man. It's, well, I guess we'll know, find out here soon. We will find out. We'll see. Maybe you can reach Maybe you can reach the Carrollton folks. I'm trying. This, man. I'm working on it. I'm working well, on it. I got a couple guys I'm trying to bring in there. Yeah. Well, I have a lot of friends. I'm on student council and stuff. Hmm. So maybe this is like this is how you connect Carrollton to the Pursuing the Rock podcast. You go back and say, "Hey, Laz, guys, I'm on like one." I was of on the, a podcast. I was on a podcast, the uh, best podcast. Yeah, it's in eleven countries, and so y'all need to check it out. Okay. Um, and then you put Carrollton on the map, man. I will. I and will. then you I bring Carrollton to the Rock. I got to bring some. You bring I'm pretty sure Carleton. last time I, I checked like the map, Carrollton is currently on the map. Oh, I looked. That's all. There was a map. Gonna say Carrollton. Oh wow. Nice. Okay. Huh. So there you go. I don't know what to do with that. Hmm. How do you think you say churchman in Swahili? Un <laughs> tanque. <laughs> I don't know. Why don't you tell us? Why don't you tell yeah, us? I'm, I'm looking it up. Oh, I thought you like, I had found it. Wow. So, Wyatt, why, why, why don't you introduce good. yourself, man? Your name is Wyatt? Lane Jackson. Lane Jackson. Where's Lane, Lane come from? Uh, Lane Frost, the bull rider. I was literally named after Wyatt Earp and Lane Frost. Bro, man, we share this in common. Garrett, I'm not named after a bull rider per se, but my parents were having a hard time. To be one. No, my parents were having a hard time coming up with a name, and my dad was watching bull riding one night, and one of the bull riders' name was Garrett. And he's like, I really like that name. And he said, uh, he yelled to my mom in the bedroom, and said, "Hey, what do you think about Garrett?" And she said, "I like it." And so then now I'm Garrett. So man, that's what we share in common. I like that. We're story. both kind of sorta. You're actually named after a bull rider, but I'm kind of backdoored into being named after a bull rider. Nice. Never rode a bull though. So, have you ever rode a bull? I have not. Are you planning on riding? Have a bull? you ever no. seen a bull? Yeah, I have seen a bull. That's good. I have you ever rode a mechanical County. bull? I have not rode a mechanical bull. You've never rode a mechanical you bull. I've not. It's uh, fun. It is. I think I'm going to ride the real one. It's actually I, to me, it's harder. I really want to ride a sheep. Can, Can I pick who goes mountain busting? Have, yeah. yeah. have y'all seen that where they hop in the sheep and it just takes off? The jeep? A sheep? Like it comes out the gate and just books it? Like a real sheep? They put their hockey helmets on. Yes. They strap them on there. And it's a legitimate, it's a real life uh, sheep. Uh, sheep. Most of them ride them yes. backwards. Most kids ride them backwards. They like lay down. And you like, lay down and you're yeah, hugging the sheep. Hug the sheep. This the is sheep. legit. I ain't gonna lie, I'd do it. It's and so cool. Like it. they put two-year-olds on there. Andrew's, like we should put Jude on a sheep. No. I probably can't do that, but I'll do it. <laughs> Andrew's prime button busting. Uh, I think he is. Uh, size. He would. He could tear up I'm some sheep. He ready. Or sheep. I don't think you're ready. It's actually quite the quite the spectacle. It's quite <laughs> funny looking. Mm, yeah. So hey, everybody doing good? What's what's new in life? Wyatt, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. I was in the middle of that, and then we went to Swahili. We uh, did go to Swahili. It's okay, man. Tell we, us a little bit about it. all we've learned is you go to Carrollton, you don't listen to the podcast. But other I than do that, listen tell to us, the podcast. And you're a couple of episodes. All right, so there's forty, I think forty three episodes. You like told me four. just a minute ago you listen listen to ten percent of them. 
Sure. That's really terrible. I'm working on it. If you got a 10% in all of high school, guess what? You wouldn't graduate. Um, high school's built around forcing you to graduate, so they'd catch me up with summer school and stuff. So, so you're telling me you're going to binge all of these podcasts this afternoon? I'll try. Okay. If that's what you want me to do. I don't, but if you wanted to do it, it's there. We'll see. We'll see what happens. So tell us about yourself. Like, ask me a question in general, not just about myself. You got to talk a little bit louder. You're talking over the microphone, too. What did I tell you? Tell me I'm how, sorry. I'm, tell I'm me, new to this. Tell me how old you are. Tell me. I'm like, 17. What, you like, what, do you, what do you enjoy doing in life? I enjoy um, driving my car around. And okay. What kind of car is that? My Mustang. My Your Fox Mustang. Body. I enjoy listening to music and playing video games with my friends. What kind of video games? Um. Well, right now we're playing Minecraft. Okay, it's pretty fun. Okay, really? Yeah, bro. I tore up some Minecraft on the school computers. I've never school. never played it. Never played oh, Minecraft. You're missing out. Man. Never played it. You like building out. things. Love it. Then you can get really immersive. I don't. Minecraft. I don't need. Immersive. I don't need anything else. There's Look, so many. Blocks. It sounds a little dangerous. Mines and immersiveness. I'd be scared to get too you deep know, in the mines. Why do they call it that? Cause Minecraft, because you, you mine and you craft. What are you mining? Uh, or Your materials. materials, all materials. You so you get materials oh, that you build Minecraft. with. Yeah, yeah. Is this it's like a survival it's, game? It's, it's the OG survival. Is this game. the the blocky type game where you're yes. like? Gigi, gigi, gigi. Yes. I've never played it. It's really. so fun. You know what I used to do in high school? What'd you do? So in high school, we figured out how to get on the school computers, and I never figured that out. They have too many firewalls. Oh, well, they we probably do them. now. Yeah. <laughs> we got because of people them. like him. And so we'd play in my computer class. We would get in there. We would get all our work done in like ten minutes as quick as we could, and then we'd play Minecraft. Typing. Flunked out of high school, but Minecraft villages were incredible. Well, let's, so, let's get this out in the open. Oh, go ahead. And so I, we, we would, everyone would like be joining servers, and so you could get into other people's servers. <laughs> and I would, I would tunnel underneath their houses and place dynamite all underneath it and light it on fire and run, and watch their home that they had been working on for weeks. So Garrett would explode. be kicked out Pre-ministry. of our Minecraft world. We would. So do you uh, play it on the computer, Xbox? What does this look like? PS Five. Uh, yeah, you can play on anything. Really? really? Like, yeah. What are you so, playing on? I'm playing on a Nintendo Switch. Oh, oh wow. That was unexpected. I'm not going so one of my buddies is on a fancy computer. I'd like to. You should. I'd like like to just for a, a week. Back. It's fun. Um, uh, Garrett brought up computer class in high school. Uh, what was your Guam? Gross words a minute. Oh, gosh. I don't, I don't, remember. I don't know. Bro, I don't however know many I could get done quick this enough to play Minecraft. This is how we measured ourselves. Again, we did had the old school Oregon Did y'all have the little computers. shields? Typing class. Of course we did. The little shields so you can look. pre-COVID, but yet. They still had it figured out. It was bad. No, I got friends that still talk about that. I don't even, I can't even tell you what I typed. <clears throat> How's a chicken pack guy? Click, um, click, click, click. I'm getting better. Getting better. Well, yeah, I mean, anyway. Well, so, look, uh, after this, we'll hit a little test run. There's there's a few websites you can, like, practice on. We'll I'll see, watch we'll see who's got the fast typing. Ooh. I, th- I bet you Andrew's fastest. I, I have practiced on that website before, I, I so maybe say, so. This is something I feel like Andrew like. Andrew does this instead of Mike. Well, look, yeah, it's all about it's all about productivity, man. The faster you type, the more productive you can be. But it's and really it's fast like when you just click. You it's even you faster now be, when you click Siri and you just talk the words out. Then you can type really fast. Or, or if you like knew all sixty six books of the Bible, Ooh, like when you do Bible intake, yeah. uh, that would be. That'd be awesome. What Jason's a segue. always trying to backdoor the transition. <laughs> what a segue. Jason just, just wants to be done. I That's understand not true. what's happening. Like, okay. I, like, I take pride in tying stuff together. It's my thing. <laughs> no matter how uncomfortable or backdoor it's it is. It's so awkward, but that's why I'm here. Oh, boy. We're going to have to delete this whole podcast, aren't we? We're only eight minutes in. It's not too late to start over. 
It's really not. Let's talk about Bible intake. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's talk about Bible intake. So first of all, we we introed the series last week, and we talked about, uh, there's a book called The Spiritual Disciplines, right? Is that what it's called? Spiritual Disciplines. That is correct. That is correct. And so it was written by a guy named Don Whitney, who is the uh, Dean of Theology, maybe? Yeah, I think that's right. at, uh, At Southern Seminary. So it's a great book. I've had to read it several times for either pleasure or school. Uh, we've taught it in Sunday school classes. We've done series on it, all sorts of stuff. Uh, so, hey, look, I'm just going to read what they are. Bible intake, prayer, worship, silence and solitude, stewardship, fasting, evangelism, serving, journaling, and learning. So, hey, look, this is going to be a long run, uh, but I think it'll be helpful. We said second to Ty's podcast, our discipleship pos- – no, 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 discipline Discipl- podcast yeah. was 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 – was up there so hey look it'll be helpful for us we hope it'll be helpful for y'all so bible intake yeah it's a big deal bible intake is and and if we really had to narrow it down and i think the book does a does this in the structure of the book it's it's possibly the most important one that we can um we can do Um, yeah because everything builds off of it that's right if we don't know our bible nothing else matters if we don't know our bible we we don't we can't understand how to pray we can't understand how to journal we can't understand how to fast we can't understand any of these things and so the root of all of our spiritual disciplines have to take place in uh, our reading of the scriptures yeah that's a this is such a good way to start it um and i'm glad we're going over this because i'm about to read this book for a class allegedly oh yeah um but it's interesting because when I was, I, I grew up. I had a very legalistic uh, approach to spirituality, and and it wasn't anything my parents or my mom did. It was just more of like I just had this like, go to church, the devil will get you, or this. So like I read the Bible in a in a. It was a different kind of uh, fear of God, right? Like it wasn't like really seeing God for who He was, and mm-hmm. but at the same time, it laid a good foundation for me to get a every morning get up and, yeah. and read and. Um, and if you'll just again, it's hard to get into if you if you don't do it every day. Uh, but do twenty one days of just reading. And but this is this is a super. I'm excited about talking about this topic. This is this is good. That's yeah, good. So hey, look, why do we why do we strive to have discipline? Why you're an athlete, been an athlete, are an athlete, and will be an athlete. So so don't, tell us like why are disciplines you're important? So humble, like he, he's so humble. He's not just an athlete. He's the he's the athlete. Well, not anymore. Yep. The <laughs> shout out to the lack of an ACL. Woo! He, he Round play little, two. Play little ball. <laughs> play little ball. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my mic just totally flipped around on me. How long has that been the case? Yeah. Well, we, I didn't see it. Actually, your Baby, come back. Baby, come back. So, why why is it important to be disciplined in, in those kind of areas? Well, uh, discipline's good in, in every aspect of life. Um, a, a lot in um, athletics and stuff because you have to understand your assignments and things in, in any sport really. But in your life, you just uh, have to be have those disciplines so you have like a like your own life mapped out in a sense, right? So, um, if you're disciplined enough to read the Bible and stuff, then um, it'll tie into your prayer life and to everything else in your life because. It, maps everything out for you and tells you how to do so so just i mean self-discipline like i mean we have to be disciplined to do our homework and stuff as uh, students mm-hmm. and stuff so yeah mm-hmm. it's like I mean, it's very similar with with our our walk as as our, our, our walk as christians and trying to follow jesus our desire is godliness mm-hmm. um, yeah. but the problem is is on our own we are anything but godly mm-hmm. we are actually Truth. what you would call ungodly <laughs> and so we we have to strive and do things that we feel like are uh, things that will lead us in godliness, and, and all of these things are. 
Um, there's a passage in Second Timothy as Paul's writing to none other than Timothy. Second um, Timothy three sixteen through seventeen says that all Scripture, every bit of it, is breathed out by God. It's profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. And here's the point. Here's the reason why that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. We strive for godliness. And we use the Bible because it gives us what we need and molds us into this completed work of, of following Jesus. We'll never reach this completed work here, but, but the Word is what leads us to this ultimate eternal, eternal life of perfection that we'll find after this life. So we're all believers here. Pretty sure. And we really we believe because we trust and we love God. And I think about this analogy. Um, if there was a book... Now, look, mm. if I could go back and find a book that would tell me everything there is to know about my wife. Your wife? Yep. How to love my wife. Solid. Uh, how she reacts to things. How it has a whole mm-hmm. history of her. So I can know a playbook to oh, love yeah. her more. Mm-hmm. I'd read it until like my eyes bled. Yep. So why don't we do that mm-hmm. with God, right? So it's a playbook. It's mm-hmm. it's It's... Go ahead. Did you bring up, was it you last time? Uh, it's one of y'all last time brought up the pill. If you had a pill that you yeah. knew would take care of your, you know, your cancer, if you took this and your disease would, this pill would keep you alive you. forever. Yeah, you guys remember that? Yeah. 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 yeah okay. Okay. It, it's very similar to what you're saying. Like this, this foolish idea of, of course we would do that. Mm-hmm. And it, here's what's even crazy. We do believe that about the Bible. We believe that it's God's word. We truly believe that. <laughs> we it, say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's and, yeah, yeah. and I bet even yeah, yeah, and I bet we even would convictionally be like, no, really, like I, I genuinely believe it. The question comes into discipline. Well, then why don't you do it? I know. Well, it's because we're we're we are not disciplined enough to do it. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Yeah. Our flesh, you know, what what does Paul say? Um, you know, the the spirit is willing, but the flesh mm. is weak. Yep, that's right. weak. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's it, we. Uh, let's take this week. I've been going crazy at work, crazy doing a couple different jobs, things like that. But it's been so good, and it's motivated me more and get me because I, when I'm idle, I'm absolutely like insane. Absolutely, like it, I feel useless. But when I'm going at a, it's good to be a little busy, not too busy, but I feel I have a purpose. Um, and reading God's word, even if it's 15 minutes a day, um, to learn more about how we can better serve and and ultimately learn more about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, why, why wouldn't we want to do that? So all this is about Bible intake. Look, we got three ways that we can Bible intake. What, what are those three ways? How can we take in the Bible? What, what, are, what are those ways? Yeah, so the first thing is to, to hear God's Word. Um, we can uh, do this by either listening to the Bible or, like, through the preaching of God's Word. Yeah. This is why we this is why we value preaching so much in the church and as, as preachers value, like, our study time and, and proclaiming God's Word because it's important. Um, and what we're doing is is we're not saying our own words, but we're taking what the Word of God says and we're uh, explaining that through a sermon. And so, man, yeah. value sermons, value the preaching of God's Word. Um, listen to it. Don't just sit under it because that's what you're supposed to do as a Christian on a Sunday morning or a Wednesday night. But actually, like, desire to to hear sermons because well, you know that good preachers are going to take God's word and are going to explain it well so we can understand it. Yeah. That's number two. I think you should take number two. Number two. Uh, we got read God's word. 
right? So, like, I mean, just in, in your personal life, you have to, to read his word. We, even if it is um, with a group, like, that always helps me. Like, I mean, we've been talking a lot about it, it's hard personally, like, I, I, I. But if you take this, like, what we talked about last night as a, as a church body on one accord, if you get some people to go with you and, and read the word, um, then you can grow in yourself and with others. So, uh, let me. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. Wyatt, well, why is just being in church, listening to the preached word, not enough? Um, I, in my personal life, it's nice to hear from you and from Garrett and from preacher Stephen to 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 understand that and hear that. But I feel like you need as a person to digest and do your own study so you can grow your belief as yourself and not just going off of what you hear from others. Because I mean, um, it's like the whole thing of basing your opinions and your beliefs. You have to to build upon it yourself Mm -hmm. rather than just listening to what um, other people have to say, whether it be preachers or from your friends. there, There has to be that personal aspect. Yeah, that's great, man. That's, yeah. a, that's, that's a great. And idea. even like from a, a secular research study, like you know, learning styles, <clears throat> you only absorb so much when you hear it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to yeah. tag on to like forming opinions and all that, like uh, Andrew says something, I'm sitting there, I'm reading, I underline it in the Bible, and then I'll go back later uh, with a study Bible because again, I want to know why he said that because he spent sometimes all week, sure. uh, if if you're lucky, yeah. being able to prepare for something. Or Garrett does the same thing. Sure. Well, they, they get to research it and research it, research it, where I hear it. <clears throat> and yeah, I might have heard that topic before, but I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to re- go back in and look at, okay, we're in Matthew, but then I got to go back to Genesis and learn about, okay, why is that happening? And so to hear it, then you got to read it. Um, but then that ties into studying, right? So that's what we're going to have to go back and do is to actually study God's word, because if we are studying uh, God's word, it's sinking in. And then we can use it. So um, R.C. Sproul says we fail in our duty to stand God to study God's word, not so much because it's difficult to understand, not so much because it's dull and boring, but because it it is work. Our problem is not lack of intelligence or a lack of passion. Our problem is that we are lazy. Golly, that's good. Well, step on some toes, why don't you? Yeah, but dude, I mean, think of, think about that. <laughs> it's not because it's dull and boring. It's not because it's difficult to understand. But the sheer fact is because we're lazy. It takes effort to do this. Mm-hmm. We lack that discipline. That's what the problem is. Yep. So it's not like it's not. Oh gosh, I need the right resources. I need all the. It's just the fact, dude. You yeah. just don't want to study the Bible. There's nothing uh, boring about. The Bible. I mean, you can get everything. I think you sent it out. It's been months ago about kids being stolen and thrown to lions. Yeah, sure. Uh, like, you're like, what? That's something like in a Star Wars movie, you know, something crazy like that. But um, <clears throat> now there's the, the begat part, you know, with all the names and the hard names to read. <laughs> sure. But it's all God breathed. We gotta, we gotta know. Yeah, you know, like Joshua. Right. We gotta know why these kings got conquered. And maybe that's maybe it's maybe part of the reason we don't give ourselves to it is because we don't see. A quick, direct yeah. correlation to okay, today I can apply Isaiah six eleven to my life. Yeah, you know, I don't even know what it says, but so I want to say this too, and this is I was reading down through the, the the notes you put together, but the best way I've ever learned something is to coach it. Like oh, that's right, I, that's I right. Played it's like ball, math class. I, I loved it, and you know, even when I thought like, hey, in college I got it all figured out, it wasn't until I went back and started coaching it that I loved it even more because I get to teach it. So the same thing with what y'all get to do and what I cannot wait to to learn more about how to do is to orate and tell and teach uh, because as you study it, you get better at it. Yeah, that's right. Um, 
and that's how you really know if you know something. I, can, I literally, when I was in college, I can remember being in math classes or stat classes and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, I didn't really understand it until I sat with somebody else and tried to explain what I did understand. That it really clicked in yeah, my mind, right. you know, mm-hmm. which is a benefit of actually studying yeah. the Bible together. Which so many times, you know, we're we're in our study throughout the week uh, for a sermon, and the best thing that helps me is going into Andrew's office and saying, "Hey, here's oh, what I've learned yeah. so far," and talking those things out and trying to say it in a way yes. to like help him understand it, because then it helps me yeah. realize, okay, like. That, that's what that means yeah. and it's like that hasn't clicked I've been sitting there staring at the passage for four hours and it didn't click until I actually started like talking to someone else about it so not only study study your word but like have conversations about what the Lord has taught you and about um, what you read for the day um, Brittany last night we, we started the book of Daniel in pursuit and Brittany came home. It, it, the first chapter of Daniel, if you just read it at surface level, it just seems like a narrative that like kicks off the story. But as you actually get into the weeds of of it, like there's some really good truths about who God is and about what He expects out of His people and how we can stand firm. And and she said, uh, she made the comment. She said it's always so crazy that you can read a story in the Bible at the or she's like, like last night we read it at the beginning and I thought like this is just really just narrative and how are we going to get anything good out of this she said but as we studied it and as we spent time in it all of those things jump off the page but what it takes is it takes time to spend there yeah. it took me time throughout the week to study and to dig into that but then it took them time to see it come alive through through my, my sermon last night and so the, that was really encouraging but also a reminder that we can't just like simply read with our eyes we've got to read with our hearts and we've got to meditate on these things and to think about these things so that it does become impactful because when the Bible starts to impact your life, then your desire for it starts to grow and you see the need for it and, and you can't help but to desire mm-hmm. to read it as much as you can. Um, yeah, I want to tag on to what you're saying about it too, just the context and taking it to heart. It's interesting how in the lowest parts of my life, I've, I would read it and be like, I don't want to read this, right? But once you start to immerse yourself in it and dive into it more, you start to fall, <clears throat> you start to fall in love with it, mm-hmm. yeah. And like it truly is, like, oh man, he really does love me. And you can't read through uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John without like feeling the love and what they, what he went through for you. And you're like, I suddenly feel better. Mm-hmm. Like uh, yeah. now to be able to teach that. I mean, even if we're, you know, the best thing I did too for me was to do this men's Bible study deal because again it. Number one, it made me read the Bible because I don't mm-hmm. want to let anybody down, especially God. But like, you got to have some accountability, yes. right? Get together with four or five folks. Like, you read, y'all are reading through Pilgrim's Progress, and which is if you haven't read that, I mean, go read like, it. It literally is a life changing book, yeah. and it was written sixteen hundreds. Yep. Yeah. So that's a, just a you know little little. Uh, yeah, that's good. Uh, but yeah, like, you just get some accountability. Get some friends that. Um, just start reading the Bible mm-hmm. and work through things, even if you think it's boring. Mm-hmm. So, hey, if you want to read the Bible, let's give them. Let's just give them a few tips from each one of us. Maybe let's just if you got something or whatever. Like, like, hey, I want to read the Bible. Where do I start? What do I do? Let's just kind of give them. I got stuff on the paper, but what, for let, for you guys, let me start here. So, uh, one. Uh, every time I think about this, I think about uh, the the verse in Psalm one nineteen. It says, "How does a young man keep his way pure?" Was it say what? By guarding it according to his word. By guarding it according to his word, right? And so, man, how do we how do we walk steadfast? How do we stay steady? It's by guarding it according to God's word. Well, to be able to guard it according to God's word, we have to we have to know God's word. And so, I want I want you to think about your Bible reading as a war. Um, 
a, a, a guy in the military, so a Marine. Okay, let's take a Marine for example. Mm-hmm. He doesn't he doesn't just step in and like go fight the battle and have everything he needs to go fight the battle and win the battle, does he? Mm-hmm. No, he trains for years. He he spends a lot of mundane days just going through the motions of 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 everyday life of keeping keeping himself sharp of of keeping himself conditioned of understanding the training that he's gotten and like every day he's not going to be like oh man i'm so happy that i learned how to like fight and combat and stuff like that because you're not going to use that every day but one day when you do reach combat and you're in combat you're going to be thankful for all of those just basic training days the mundane days of going through the motions why because it was preparing you for uh, a time such as that right our bible reading is a lot like that like you're not going to read the Bible every day and just be like astounded by like the transformation <laughs> that happens immediately in your life because you're not going to see it. But it's happening inside you. It's happening in your heart, and it's preparing you for certain things. Uh, it's preparing you for certain things in your life. It's teaching you about who God is. It's teaching you about His faithfulness. It's teaching you about how He doesn't uh, leave His people. It's teaching you these things so that when you encounter those those times in your life where you really need to remember that and to know that, man, you have you have what it takes to mm-hmm. to go through that, and you have what it takes to guard your life yep. according to God's word. And so I want you to think about it like that. Don't expect to read every day and be like, wow, this was life transforming and I'm never going to be the same. It does that, but it does that slowly and it changes your heart and it gives you new passions and it teaches you who God is. And so um, I, I think sometimes we go into it with the wrong expectations. Um, totally we just need to read yeah. and, and expect the word to do its work. Yeah, that's um, super helpful. Treat it like a war, not a... So be consistent yep. and have realistic expectations. Yep. Is that fair? Yeah. Cool. Um, for me, having a reading plan, mm-hmm. it is like, for me personally, near impossible to just pick up the Bible and go to something and then take some application from it. But if you're following, if you because like I mean, if you go to the wrong book of the Bible, you'll just be sitting there just scratching your head. But um, having a reading plan or a daily devotion that you have set out, like I mean, there's tons that are just cheap that you can buy that help um, help you walk through the Bible and really take some understanding away from it. Um, that really helps me, and having someone to do it with is uh, having somebody to keep you accountable. That you know, have a set time of day that you're going to go through the the, the Bible and work mm-hmm. through something together. It um, it always helps. It always helps to have that person because then you get you get to hear what the verses meant to them, and then you can compare it to what it meant to you. It's just like. Um, Two people can read the same verse and take something completely different from it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love most about um, meeting with a group of people and, and talking it through is um, you get to hear everyone's um, what what's something meant to everyone. Mm. So just have that's a plan cool. and then have people to do it with. Yeah, plan and people. Love it. Yeah, that's, that's some really good points. I think it, this isn't anything earth-shattering, but for me, it, it doesn't – and don't feel like you have to read it for an hour – Oh, yeah. Uh, one thing about over here in America is we have how many millions of copies of the Bible oh, readily available? I think uh, there's a few million. Yeah, right? And then you can and have it on everybody your phone. has a phone. <laughs> like, again, how many times have you sat down and uh, played anything or, you know, sat down to scrolling through social media when mm-hmm. you can have the Bible just reading a few verses? So, so my biggest uh, maybe tip I would say is set aside 15 minutes. It's like when you're trying to get in shape. I got to lose 40 pounds. Well, you're not going to lose 40 pounds in a day. You have to set a plan. I want to lose a pound or two every week. Yeah. Um, so set aside 15 minutes. And before this is this is my big 
my big aha moment. If you'll just say a little prayer before you read, Mm -hmm. just for the words to jump off the page, just for it to sink in, um, you will be so surprised at how more attentive you are as opposed to just opening it to, okay, hey, you know, hey, I'm going to set a plan, right? Like like y'all were talking about. Uh, I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to do 15 minutes a day before my feet hit the floor or in a chair before everybody gets going. And I'm going to pray before I do it and open my heart to, to, to hearing what God's Word is really saying. Because then you'll be accountable to God yeah. about, hey, I'm going to learn more about, even if it's, I don't know, lamentations, right? Like, okay, I want to know everything there is to know about that because where are the Jews, where have they been, blah, so forth. And, what, you know, and then we look at what it means down the road. So that's what I say. Just mm-hmm. 15 minutes and pray before you do it. Yeah, that's super helpful. Yeah. Now, again, you won't – it'll go longer than 15 minutes, I promise. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It always does. But sure. just say, hey, if I can just get to 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, my biggest thing would be the quantity – quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been so many times in my life where I'm like, <clears throat> I'm reading the whole book of the Bible this year. And, like, things get things get crazy, and, like, I don't do it, so I quit it. Or there's been times where I'm like, oh, man, I've got to read 16 chapters this morning before I go to the office. And it's like, and I'm like, I don't know what I read, and I didn't get anything out of it. Yeah. yeah. But when we slow down and we just like, who cares about a timeline? We know that we're moving forward, but we're moving forward at the speed of quality. Instead of just trying to get through this thing so I can tell somebody that I read the Bible in a year or I read this much today or I read this today, but instead having having quality, intentional time with the Lord in the morning. Um, I love your pray before thing, man. Uh, I think also to pray in light of it. Um, sometimes we just read and we read to check the box. One thing that'll help us not just check a box is if we pray in light of the passage. Uh, Don Whitney uh, also wrote a book called Pray in the Bible. Pray in the Bible, and it was it was literally, hey, read this and then like literally pray the verses and in whatever comes to your mind as you're doing this, like pray for those things. And so um, I think those two things would be mine. So quality over quantity and then and then and then pray in light of it. Yeah. Meditation is what that's called. Meditate on your Bible reading. Yeah, I was gonna say like one thing I would add, some come up with some way where you can like constantly think about or see that that passage that you read that day. Maybe maybe it's a key verse in that passage you read. Maybe you make that the lock screen on your phone or maybe you have a sticky note uh, on, on your in your car or on your mirror, wherever you I, – I think it's so important that we don't just read these things and then forget about them until we come back to our Bible the next day, but rather they are on the forefront of our minds yeah, throughout right. the day. That's how we guard. Yeah. Um, we, can't, we can't take up our armor in the morning and then leave it behind as we go fight the day, right? We need to take it with us. Never um, take it off. Yeah, that's yep. right. And so we got to chew on those things yeah. through the day. Your oh. brain has to digest just like your stomach does. Yeah, so. and that and it take mm-hmm. again it takes time, yeah. which is what we're saying. It takes quality time uh, to be able to do these things. But why don't we do it? Because we're lazy. Ultimately, yep, we're lazy. We're undisciplined fools. Yeah, yeah y'all are. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, look, what we said at the very beginning of this thing each week, we would come away. And uh, us in the podcasting room. So now it's including Wyatt. Like we've got to, yep. we've got to try to like be disciplined to do this this week, and we'll report back next week. So Bible intake. You, we're we're going to be disciplined, and that may look totally different for each of us. Um, but but we strive, and then we report back in honest fashion, so everybody can hear. Hey boys, it's bulking season for the Bible. Bulking. Yep. I love hey, eating. scared of no man. I love eating. So good. I love eating. So hey, hear God's word. Be disciplined to read it. 
big on that. Big and and don't just graze it, man. Feast on the word. That's Feast right. on the word. Cool. Oh yeah. Well, hey. hey, anyway, we can help you guys uh, with your Bible intake or help you um, to, like come up with a strategic plan. Let us know. Hey, we're going to throw some helpful resources in the show notes. I'll throw, we'll, we'll, we'll throw uh, maybe a, a reading plan like Wyatt threw out. Um, maybe some like, uh, maybe the book we were talking about, Praying the Bible. There's a book called Praying Before You Open Your Bible. We'll add that. We'll add a few things in there. So um, make sure you check the show notes. Cool? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I saw Mary Michael this morning, man. Yeah, she's a mess, though. Dude, her hair is literally like, if I could see an angel's hair, if they even got hair. I've seen pic, pic, like pictures of angels, and they're more like this. But like, if <laughs> if, <laughs> if I was thinking of what sure I would not. think an angel looked like in this majestic beauty, her hair is like legitimate silk. It's crazy. Yeah, she gets that from Mal, not me. Is that what it is? It's oh, it's crazy, Everything man. Mal's perfect. It's, it's perfect. crazy. <laughs> You've been reading that book, hadn't you? Yeah, I have. He's that's actually a, writing it. Do you? Ooh, yeah. That's Whoa. Good. That's good. Why? Do you ever think, like, real quick, and we'll wrap it up, but, like, I can't make, wait to meet Gabriel and, like, Michael. I think he's going to be scary. He's probably going to fight us because he said, y'all acted like that down there. Whoosh! <laughs> you had salvation. Oh, I didn't even get the opportunity to have. Yeah. I can't wait to meet Jesus. Uh, well, again, okay, don't oh, go there. It's, We're going to start you're so you not coming back. No, no, we, 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 sang, we sang the song on Sunday, didn't we? We did. That's true. That's true. I want that to see Peter. But like, seriously, <laughs> think about all that, like, all the good things. All the, like, you'll get to see Moses. Yeah, that's crazy. Are you kidding me? What was that bush like? <laughs> like, on all fire. This, <laughs> glorified. <laughs> all these things, and you're like, is that? That's Gabriel. Hey! What are you doing? Up? Golly, dude. He's huge. You're a lot uglier than I thought you would be. Know, you think we can get their <laughs> autograph? We'll, have, like, we'll instantly know who they are, or you think we'll have to be like, are you Paul? <laughs> That's a great question. I'm Paul. I don't think hey, we'll have Oh, wow, you're Paul. Who's your guy over there with the beard? <laughs> or or you accidentally walk up to Paul, you're like, God, like, Paul, man, like his writings were ridiculously difficult. And he's going to be like, I was in jail. Yeah, what do you want? I was riding with a rock on the ground. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want from Chisel. me? Ding, ding, yeah. ding. That's so yeah, funny. You know how long that verse took me? Yeah. And what'd you do? Ooh, coach the team. <laughs> <laughs> Well, man, Wyatt, it was great to have you on the pod yeah, today, man. Thanks for having me. You'll have yeah. to join us again. Man, we're praying that you have a great school year starting up next Thank week at Carrollton. And, man, this this right here, you, you're going to do big things at Carrollton, man. I know it. So Only because um, of the podcast. <laughs> Just the podcast. That's true. Well, I mean, you know, we're, we're in 11 countries now, so, I mean, maybe we'll be in 12. I mean, Wyatt might Moving take up. us there. He might. Moving up. Moving on up. All right. Well, well We'll see you guys next week. Y'all have a great week. Know that we love you. Jesus loves you. And we'll be here for you. Don't be lazy and take your Bibles. Folk season. Let's go. All right. See ya.